what's going on everyone? You're tuned in to Classic Elder Scrolls Night. Today is Freydas, Morning Star the 17th, and I am your humble host and fellow Tamrielic traveler, Ivarwin. And as always, I am joined by a great group, but um and we've actually got a uh We've got a guest tonight. So, uh, first up is going to be John Supa, our QGN community manager. What's up, John? What's going on, Avarwin? How are I you? Met the naked Nord this week. No, you're not. You're not naked Nording yourself out. Uh, no, I'm not. I've got pants this week as well. Oh, okay. I, I ah. too, I too, uh, am wearing, am wearing pants. So it, it hardly feels like a, like a QGN stream as a result of this. Well, we have company, so we do. Yeah, we got to dress up. Uh, we also have our, our uh, one of our other fantastic community managers over here, uh, Morikyu of Tamriel. Hey, up my ducks! You're back with me, Morikyu, here on Twitch, and on YouTube, and in Cyrodiil. Thank you for having me, Varwin. John, you suck. <laughs> Thanks for for joining us uh, for another 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 stream, dude. Uh, and we have uh, the one and only Shank Tank. Yo, um, internets, what's going on? I'm stoked to be here. And um, I forgot what else I was going to say. It was going to be witty, but um, that that's about it, I guess, for now. <laughs> Yeah, it really doesn't matter because uh, you don't really do much around here anyway. So let's that, that's keep, true. That's that's very true. Just to be safe, we might as well just keep it, you know, short and sweet. That's what she said. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Burn. But uh, I did mention that we have a we have a uh, a guest today. You have to excuse me, guys. It, it's hard for me to think right now because I'm dead ass exhausted. <laughs> so I, I apologize. Um, however, we we have a great. We have a great guest today, and that is Kyle from the Shoddy Cast. Well, hello. Yes, I uh, I took a break uh, from doing absolutely nothing to uh, join you guys tonight. I, we really appreciate the fact that you you were able to fit us into your vast amounts of absolutely nothing. <laughs> and, yes, uh, you're welcome. To to actually do a little something, uh, maybe a little fun something, but but something indeed. So we, uh, I'm I'm playing Oblivion, and um, there there is a, a call out there for, and I'm also getting attacked. Uh, there is a call out there to kind of switch the game up a little bit, and um, I am I am a bit unwilling to do so right now because I want to get to the end of the Dark Brotherhood quest chain. So that is going to be uh, my goal for today: is to get to. Hopefully, I can get to the end of the Dark Brotherhood quest chain. I've got no idea how much how much farther I have left to go. Just lower the volume a little bit here. Um, I so, can give you a rough estimate if you want to, uh, just to your own to figure out if you uh, how much you got left. Yeah, man. I mean, what do you, what do you think? So, uh, which one are you on again? You're on Rod uh, the Roderick's poison. No, I, I finished that. I, I gotta I gotta complete it. I gotta hand it in. Ah, okay. Yes, if you recall, he killed he killed uh, the wife. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you. I'd say you're about a yeah third to uh, almost halfway ish. So 
Just just a reminder though that the quests, the guild lines in this game are longer than they are in uh, uh, Skyrim. So when I say you're about a third, you you, you got a couple ways to go. <laughs> All right. So then so then it's obviously not going to happen this episode, but. Uh, more importantly, we've got we've got a bunch of topics that we want to talk about tonight. We have a a mod that uh, John will present as well, and don't forget uh, Mark. You, will... no idea what the hell that was. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, you will be will be uh, giving us his his random lore lore book uh, for the evening. Yes, and I am sorry for last week. Yeah, for so, making you listen to that. John, what do we got on the queue today, my friend? Well, we have one of our first discussion topics here mm -hmm. coming uh, right from our own forums uh, that you can find at questgamingcommunity.com. This post is by Oranis, and it says, Classic Elder Scrolls Night, clutter. Uh, I apologize if this is the wrong forum, but I want to ask if that... One question was on incidental world dressing, clutter, well, and how it affects what? Well, John, hold on. Before we before we jump into, I mean, we're come on, man. We, you're, we're jumping in dry. We got to lubricate a little bit. Jesus. <laughs> <God>. Wow. <laughs> Broke that man. What I'm are way too young for this? <laughs> yeah. Little. Um, Me and Shank are out. Right. We gotta we gotta sort of you know vamp for a little while and and all that. I mean, I don't mind you know. But what are what are the topics? What do we got? Oh, that's what you see. That's not yeah. what you asked. No, no you know no. what? And and to and and to to your credit, like we didn't. There, I don't know if you you could probably tell by now, uh, considering there's you know, uh, cars apparently crashing all around me around here and <laughs> crap going on and and all this. We don't actually do much of a show prep for this one. We uh, we like to we like to keep it uh, feeling loose, as if you had no pants, raw. It, it totally does not show. Let me no, just say chafed. that. Not one bit. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, John, just tell us what the uh, what, what are the discussion topics going to be. All right. The discussion topics tonight are going to be uh, classic Elder Scrolls Knights. Clutter from our forums. Uh, another post in our forums, uh, who's looking forward to Skywind? Some thoughts on that. Also... This one, uh, we think Shank will love the most. The worst parts of Elder Scrolls games are, and that's coming from the official Elder Scrolls forums. And, uh, of course, Mark Hughes' book and uh, my mod. Yeah, what, so what's your mod going to be? I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, Boss, a utility that everyone running a Skyrim mod should be using. You, you need it. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Very nice. Okay. Awesome. Looking forward to uh, to getting in some of these topics, but um, let's uh, let's not be rude to our guests anymore. And uh, Kyle, let me ask you a question. What uh, what's going on? What's new with Shoddycast? Absolutely nothing, Bob. All right, that's oh, wait, Kyle from Shoddycast, everyone. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> get off the show then. You're useless. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's well, I believe you had a a, a new uh, law. Video went up today. Yes, yes. Part two of uh, the tribunal went out today. Uh, Azura showed up for that. Uh, thanks to her for doing that. I know she's got a busy schedule, uh, but yeah, she showed up. Um, I'm not really sure where we're going to be going next because it's kind of up to our writers now where we go from now from now on. Um, 
But it's yeah, fun. You're mov it's moving good away from the people now, aren't you? Yeah, thanks to our, our lovely donors, we are able to afford writers and voice actors. We have the shinimists now, so I'm not doing it all. So yeah, good times. That's We're awesome, growing. Man. Can I ask you, what's it like working with a Daedric Prince? Um, she's a lot easier than, well, okay, easier as in, not loose, but just easier <laughs> to work with. <laughs> Um, like, can you imagine working with Molag Ball? I mean, he would be all over the place. He would not do anything we asked him to do. But Azura was always nice, and she followed our commands to the letter. So, I would imagine he, thanks to her. he tends. To, I would imagine he would he would probably be very demanding. You know, kind of like. Well, a, yeah, he keeps like threatening to steal my soul and stuff, and it's just sounds, it's it's a hostile work environment. Mm. Yeah, like no one can work there. Sounds like he would be Molag Ball breaking. So you know, not not. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think oh, he was just wow. angry because he was a little bit of a Molag blue balls at the time. Wow. So, <laughs> all right. So it's going to be one understand. of those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not Shay Gorath. You're never getting any work done from him. No, that's true. Yeah. He just, he just never shows up. He just leaves like a cheese wheel with a card on it, just apologizing for not showing up. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Here's my cheese wheel. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's totally. Acceptable behavior. That's totally Shay Gorth. I mean, yeah. What else can you expect? That's all right. So what's um, what's what's new on the queue for for Shoddycast? Like, what are you guys, what are you guys doing? Wow, I totally got my butt handed to me with that stupid wolf. It's <laughs> like this is horrible. Did you ask what's new on the queue? Yeah, like what what are you guys what are you guys coming up with? You you guys. Got any uh, awesome stuff coming up in the future, or you know, uh, any kind of interesting discussions that you're thinking about having in, in the next episode? Uh, we have a. Oh wow, you did get owned. Uh, we have a. <laughs> At least I'm not. We've been the only working on a story to. time, which I don't know if you know what the story time series is, but mm -hmm. it's like all completely done by an artist, so it takes a long time to do. This one's been in the process for like three months now. It's on Dragon Age. So we'll be doing that. Okay. Uh, we're looking into doing another type of lore segment, but we're not really sure on how we want to format it. But it'll branch into like other games, not just Elder Scrolls. And kind of just like maybe tackle a few very, I guess, mainstream lore that people would actually know and can relate with. And maybe just do more of a dis uh, discussion-based show on that. Uh, but other than that, we really haven't planned anything new because we just we have too much to do as it is with what we're doing now. Um, but I will be streaming more and more often, especially as ESO draws near, because I'll be streaming that like about daily, probably. Wow. But uh, that's going to be pretty awesome. You're going to be uh, your your plans are to stream uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Yes. Yeah. Wait to steal all our viewers, you jerk. I mean, so yeah, thanks for joining us, Kyle. It's really, really good to see you here. I'm, so, I'm such a big fan. That's cool. I could tell. Wow. Still getting attacked over here, by the way. Yep, notice that. Not, don't think I'm going to. Wow, this is ridiculous. I'm going to have to literally pull a shank. 
<laughs> Parkour away. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Just peace. Just peace, dude. I'm peacing out. I I am gonna have to bravely run away. <laughs> <laughs> slash TGM. Slash TGM. <laughs> now it's doing it the shank way. <laughs> That's right. No, that's good. More action is good because then, you know, I'm not having to cut or splice through your two hour long videos to put on ESO Weekly. Oh, OK. All right. How's like that when you like? have like when you're picking locks for five minutes straight? I'm like, oh, my God, Ivar, <laughs> just give up. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> so I was gonna... It's hard for you editing. It's hard for watching it. I was going to ask how that's going for you, but uh, maybe maybe not so well. <laughs> A lot of editing. Let's just say that. Ugh. Right. Well, anyway, I can help. <laughs> at least, at least your face isn't in it anymore, and that's good. Oh, I'm so mean. It's looked, it's looked much nicer since then. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> Get that, cut that yeah, out. You, you don't need that volume messing up your oblivion, do you? Can exactly. I? Can I just say I I highly approve of uh, of Arwen just bravely running away here. I, I feel I feel kind of proud. I don't oh. know why we figured you would. <laughs> yeah. So what, what I'm going to do oh, now is... Um, owned by a wolf This brings up a good point. Have you actually got the bad wolf installed on Oblivion and not on Skyrim? No, it was, it was is on Skyrim. Is that what happened? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm Because you're getting owned by these wolves. I'm getting owned by everything because my, my gear is, right now is complete crap. And uh, I don't have any health potions. I don't have any, any arrows, which is what I'm strongest in, is, <laughs> is bow and arrows. I've got absolutely oh nothing God. because I was... <laughs> Just funny last week. dungeon delving all week last week. What the hell you is this? Violated the law. I violated the law. Since you lack the funds to pay the oh, fantastic. Now I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, you're going to jail. And you're going to jail. You know what? It's just going to happen because I'm I'm safer behind bars than I am in the wild. So, <laughs> so freaking screw it. Whatever. Oh, that's where you stole the horse from, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Probably. This is what. Oh my god! See, kids. Made that amazing uh, flee for victory. Yeah. The gods are just converging on Avarwin right now. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't even have any lockpicks. I've got nothing. I don't even have any torches. I've got nothing. <laughs> what is Avarwin without his torch? You know, I'm just gonna sit here, and I'm just gonna think about what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna contemplate my future goals. Pretty much. Maybe this whole thing isn't working out for me. Maybe <laughs> I should reform. When he's down, this is. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be a vampire anymore. That that didn't seem like it was turning out all that well for me. Oh dear. Maybe I should cut my hair. <laughs> all right, oh my guys. God. Well, we we've got. <laughs> Tonight on Classic Elder Scrolls, Ivarwin is in prison and makes a chess set out of cardboard. <laughs> oh my. And man, all I need now is a harmonica and a, I don't know, maybe Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Andy well, never I mean, told me Chadenall prison would be so dirty. <laughs> new fish, new fish. Well, I mean, Ivarwin, isn't the thing to do to try and, you know, craft a shiv? Yeah, I, I heard, but um, I can't craft anything in here. <laughs> it, it can't uh, use a ship because it costs two mana and you have to be a rogue. Yeah. Uh, slash TCL, uh, slash TCL. Hearthstone reference there. Uh, all right, so what's our, what's our first discussion topic, uh, John? 
prisons. <laughs> Damn prison. <laughs> Doing hard uh, time. <laughs> like I was trying to say before, before I was so rudely interrupted. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> By my need to vamp for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> well, if we didn't vamp, you wouldn't end up in prison, so it would be a loss for us. Uh, but we are going to talk about classic Elder Scrolls Night Clutter, a post on our forum by uh, Oranis. And he says, uh, One question was on incidental world dressing, clutter, and how it affects your enjoyment of this game. They brought up a few things I had not thought of, type of rocks, trees, uh, and how they make Cyrodiil feel more like a forest. Uh, but for him, it is more than just the looks and the land. Uh, it's in, the, the land affects his gameplay. Uh, in Oblivion, he loves playing a standard fighter. There's plenty of room to fight in the wilds. The roads are well-placed for horse travel, and you can see your enemies approaching from a fair distance. In Skyrim, he prefers to play stealthy because Skyrim has more hiding places and he can sneak up on his foe. Another part of the clutter that affects the game is skeletons, and in Skyrim, uh, buckets. You enter a dungeon, first thing you see is a skeleton sitting on a rusty throne. Hmm, this place is old, and it probably has a lot of undead waiting for me. And since this skeleton hasn't been ravaged, there'll probably be treasure to find. On the other hand, if I, have, if I find a lot of bloodstains, but no bodies, I prepare for living foes, probably vampires. And if I find buckets and barrels and crates, I know the inhabitants will be living men and myrrh, so I know to prepare for them. Anyone else react to clutter differently? Do you turn it off or get mods that add more clutter? Um... Once again, from Ornus on our forums at questgamingcommunity.com. I, I just, I just want to say that uh, when we talked about this last week, I, I was really referring to just like the stuff that you can interact with in, in the game. You know, like uh, all the baskets and crates and, you know, cups and plates on the tables and stuff like that. Um that's what I was referring to, but I, I feel like our our forum uh, our forum chatter here brings up um, some even better things to to sort of consider re- regarding regarding the clutter in quotes um, in in Elder Scrolls games. I'm totally stealing this dungeon key. <laughs> no, that's that's why I uh, really wanted to bring this up because that's never something I ever thought to do. The way he uh, talks about in the last part, how he's looking at a dungeon, mm-hmm. and if the skeleton is ravaged, uh, he knows that he's probably going to be or isn't ravaged. He knows he's probably going to be facing undead, and if he sees bloodstains, he knows he's probably going to be fighting uh, vampires. And then if he finds, you know, boxes, barrels, and crates, he knows he's going to be fighting men oh, or murder. And that's how he sets himself up for the dungeon, and that's never something I even thought to do. Uh, any of you guys actually do anything like that before you guys prepare to jump into a dungeon? I've always got arrested again. <laughs> <laughs> do they have the three-strike program in Shadenhall? Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm not even going to attempt it. I'm just going back to the Dark Brotherhood of Broken Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? Um... He didn't even make what? it out of the prison. He was just back uh, in. Uh, yeah, I just I just walked oh. out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and get all my stuff back. And I tried stealing the key oh. from the guard, and that was he's like, hey, lawbreaker. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh my god. Whatever. So, so let's um, uh, let's let's start with Kyle. I mean, Kyle, do you have any input on this? On clutter? Yeah. Like, what's wrong with not having it? Like, who's been complaining about clutter? No one. 
no, no, Unless, no. like, you trip all it, and, and it causes damage because you know how Bethesda loves to, like, kill you by a ribcage or a cheese wheel. But other than that, I mean, I'm all for it, man. Add even more. I don't care. Does it affect how you play the game at all? Not in the least. If If, if anything, maybe it adds more atmospheric kind of quality to it. But I don't know. It, it, it's more like you shouldn't even notice it's there, but if you do, then maybe maybe it is kind of bad. But I don't know, it's just me. Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of in this... I kind of agree with Kyle. Like, it, it's... I think it's... For me, it's such a subconscious sort of thing where I don't really... If, if you don't notice that there's, like, clutter there, I think for me it feels even more real because it just, like, if you walk into a dungeon and you just see, like, random things, like, strewn about, like, innards and buckets and, like, all these bloody rags and stuff, I mean, that's something that you would kind of naturally expect to see. So for me, it doesn't really register as, like, oh, my God, like, this is going to totally affect the way I'm going to kind of approach this dungeon now. Because it just seems so natural that, of course, these things would be there, you know? So I, I think the fact that it doesn't quite register for me, where, regarding, regardless of if it's like in a dungeon or <clears throat> even if the landscape, uh, because of uh, the rolling plains of Cyrodiil versus the more um, uh, almost sectioned off areas of, uh, of Skyrim, it... For me, it just seems so natural that the way that the 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 quote clutter is is there and it's populating the world that it doesn't like I I don't it doesn't have like a conscious effect on my my play style or how I approach any given situation. Which I think I think that's how it should be to be honest with you because it seems more natural the way it is now. Yeah, uh, John, how does how does the uh, the original poster uh, define define clutter? Because he I think. I think the uh, the original post sort of takes a a different uh, perspective on on what this actually is. No, I I don't I don't necessarily think he does. Um, uh, once again, the the part I'm talking about, he he states another part of the clutter that affects the game is skeletons and in Skyrim buckets. You enter a dungeon, the first thing you see is a skeleton sitting on a rusty throne. This place is old and probably has a lot of undead for me, and since the skeleton hasn't been ravaged, there will be treasure to find. On the other hand, if I find a lot of bloodstains but no bodies, I prepare for living foes, probably vampires, and if I find buckets, barrels, and crates, I know the inhabitants will be living men and myrrh, so I can right. prepare for them. And I mean, that's that's he's talking about the same clutter and how it's in, it's affecting how he is going to jump into this dungeon. It helps him to, when he notices it, he it helps him to strategize is what he's saying. And, and I think the, the real question here is, A, when we see stuff like that, does it, does it help us to, to strategize a little bit? Or, B, um, do we just basically not even notice it at all? Um, and if, if it does help us to strategize, what, what are those, those strategies? I guess really that's kind of the questions. Yeah, Maury, um, what what do you think uh, when you when you see stuff like this? Do you do you automatically stop and think to yourself, "Oh man, you know this is uh, there's there's definitely some funky stuff going on in here." And uh, instead of you know walking in here and approaching the dungeon from maybe a fighter's perspective, I'm going to be coming up against undead. Maybe I should you know whip out some some ranged weaponry or maybe even some spells that I had learned. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I... 
especially after you've played, like, say, you played Skyrim for at least a few hours and you've had a good experience of a lot of the game, you do. I think you do kind of notice those things. It's like if you're going up near the Reach and you see like a spike with a a deer's head on it, you know you're either going to face in a Hagraven or Forsworn. And they're like the saying, you know, if, if you see buckets, there's generally going to be bandits around. Or if there's Dwemer cogs, you're either going to fight Dwemer spiders, automatons, you know. Or, and then there's, there's also the caves where you go into where you kind of get the, the rough-shodden um, kind of fences where you know, oh, look, it's probably going to be a Falmer cave. So I think that can definitely kind of switch how I'm going to approach it. Uh, but then again, maybe not because if you've already got a play style that you're going through, if you're if you're going to be a, a sneaky type character, you're probably going to sneak through every dungeon you go to, no matter what it's in. Same as if you're like a sword and shield kind of guy, you're probably just going to rush in gung ho. Um, so I think it can give you indications of what's there, but it may not necessarily change your play style. But what about you? Who's you've played uh, Skyrim on Legendary? So I mean that that ramps up the difficulty. Looking at these kind of visual cues in the environment from the clutter in the game, do you think that would actually benefit you playing on the Legendary difficulty? Uh, it does benefit, yeah, yeah, because um, you know you, there is kind of um, tactics you need to take against fighting certain mobs, like especially. Uh, if you're fighting mages, you probably need some paralyzed potions and that kind of thing, because otherwise you're going to get wrecked by a lot of spells. Especially if you're a stealth kind of character, spells kind of wreck you. Now, oh, um, Kyle, I mean, when you when you jump into the game and you see stuff like that, does it automatically, uh, possibly cue you in for some kind of caution here like oh maybe i should approach this uh this situation a bit differently or or do you just say eh, okay cool so i know what i'm facing all right let's go and do it i would definitely say that it adds cues to what you'll be facing it's just i guess the word clutter is wrong when it comes to describing that stuff because to me like clutter has kind of that negative connotation of it just like being useless junk that's just laying around when it's really not i mean it's there to give you those cues so you know what you'll be facing and not just running in there blind. So, I don't know. I, I enjoy that the stuff is there, but it's not, like, in your face and you're not, like, tripping over it all the time. So that's why I don't consider it clutter. Okay. What uh, Can you give us an example of maybe when you changed up your tactics going into a dungeon after realizing what you were facing? I think it was Morku that was talking about the like uh, the, I guess it's like a sheep's head or whatever on on a pike. I, I pretty much know to just run the other way because I know I get wrecked by hag ravens all the time. <laughs> I always yeah. avoid those fireball things. So so terrible. you bravely run away. Yeah, I pull a shank and just run the other way. <laughs> Probably the best idea, I suppose. Yeah, otherwise you end up like me and you just keep dying repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's painful. Speaking of doing things uh, differently, this is uh, this is going to be the stream of just repeatedly going to jail. Going to jail, yeah. Like I am wandering the Dark Brotherhood sanctuary and not actually doing anything. Do something. I have to edit all this out. You know this, right? 
<laughs> this episode should just be called Shawshank of Arwen. Yeah, Shawshank of Arwen. <laughs> I mean, my, my, my main problem here is that when I went to jail, I lost all of my Dark Brotherhood clothes. And I figured, alright, so maybe I can get some more at the Dark Brotherhood Sanctuary. There was nothing there. Uh, <laughs> there's actually... A, uh, a, a, a chest called the prisoner's uh, like uh, evidence chest or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he went to jail that second time. Right, right, right. So, 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 like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't have any lockpicks on me. I had to try and see if I could find something. And then I, I picked that guy's pocket and I got freaking, <laughs> I got nailed. <laughs> so my, my options right now are extremely limited. I'm going to get through the end of this dungeon <laughs> And then I'm going to just sort of sit down on a rock for a while and figure out my life. <laughs> what have I been doing wrong? What exactly oh, seems dear. to be the issue here? Oh, this right. Where's the suck. in-game version of Jimmy? This is not, this is not ideal for Varwin right now. No. Well, it's not ideal for Shank right now. Yeah. Like, at this point, I'm just kind of like looking around for stray arrows on the ground. <laughs> I know. I, I, I can tell. <laughs> Last week you were like, "Okay, I have one arrow. I'm gonna use this one." <laughs> Just shoot it. Yeah. And what's what's aggravating the hell out of me is the the guy I'm fighting. He's not he's not necessarily like you know a tough guy. I can get him down without an issue. It's just the issue I am coming up against is the fact that he keeps healing himself a lot faster than I can do overall damage to him. So, Shane, could you point him in the way of a? Arrow merchant. Yes. Um, unfortunately, you're going to have to trek a long way. There's a store in Bravil called the Archer's Paradox, and it's actually the only uh, marksman store in the entirety of Cyrodiil. What? He's got a monopoly yep. going. Yeah, really? Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Shank, get on that. It'd be illegal. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. Well... I'll be interested in that when I... Uh, if you can get out of here, then you might be interested in that. When I am utterly sick and tired of trying to uh, do exactly what I'm doing right now. And don't forget, also, I'm also a vampire. Do you, do you think it might be a good idea to just maybe sleep the days away in here and, and let my vampirism see, sink in even more and just get some more of those those vampire bonuses? Uh, it depends. I mean, I guess what what do you want to be? Um, look at it this way. Um, wh- how would you? Do you see any benefits of of not sleeping the days away and you know and not letting that happen to you? No, not at all. Uh, right now, I, like I said, I wanna I wanna turn this character into a, you know uh, an evil vampire dude, and I don't care pretty much about anything other than you know I just wanna achieve my goals so um you know one thing i am interested in with vampirism is uh the increased sneaking which i think would come in handy right now (laughs) (laughs) so what do you think what do you think shank is that is that a good tactic right now does the guy you're going after have any fire spells that's actually a good question because if no. he is, then and if you do like your vampire thing, you might be screwed. Yeah, I know. No, he doesn't have any fam- uh, fire spells. What he does have is shock spells. 
Ah, well, shock, I think, only really affects your magicka. So, yeah, why not? I mean, dude, it's, it's your character. I mean, if you want to sleep sleep the days away and become a vampire, more power to you. I, I wouldn't. I, that'd be fine, man. All right. So let's uh, let's let's see. Let's see how this works. Now, question is, do you want how much how much powers do you want? Like, do you want to be like full blooded, like totally vampired out? Yeah, because I'm thinking that I'm going to I'm going to gain the most amount of. Well, there. OK, so if you want that, then uh, sleep for four days mm-hmm. uh, without sleeping. Um, the the only uh, wait, caution I give you is that sleep if you go or back, wait. Do I have to sleep or wait? No, no, no. no just don't. He meant don't feed. Yeah. Okay, well, so I have to wait for four days. It doesn't matter. It's like sleeping or waiting because, like, I guess if you if you don't, uh, I I would just wait for four days, honestly, because it it really matters like the time since your last feeding. So right, if you don't you feed, say, for four, don't feed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you don't feed for four days, then you're gonna get like all your Jack Vampire stuff. Um, the <laughs> the only uh, um, downside to this is that if you go into town, people might kind of like chase you. Oh well, I'm I'm gonna have you. to. What I'm gonna have to do is is sneak around, and I'm gonna have to basically live at night. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, sunlight's gonna have some problems for you too. <laughs> yeah. All right, so so here we are. I'm uh, becoming more and more of a vampire. I've got fifty fifty percent vampirism in me now. I'm gonna sleep for another day, and uh, hopefully this will at least give give me some sneak bonuses. I mean, I'm assuming well, it, it plays just like it does in Skyrim, where the the more vampirism you you allow yourself to uh to have inflicted on you you know the more uh vampire racial bonuses you acquire such as sneak bonuses you in oblivion it's a little different you don't necessarily get the sneak but what you do get you get something called embrace of shadows i think and one of the um powers uh, you get two powers from that you get night eye for like i think it's Oh god, I can't remember. But you get Night Eye, which is a uh, a power that you can use on yourself, and you also get invisibility for I, th- I think like three or four minutes on yourself. So you can use that uh, greater power of invisibility and just like sneak around and do like whatever you want. So it is a little bit different from Skyrim in the fact that uh, I know Skyrim's vampirism it treats vampirism a little bit differently, mm-hmm. but you 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 still get like pretty much like four different powers, which is pretty awesome. All right. And I'm still I, I sleep I slept an extra two days and I still have fifty percent vampirism. Trying to the, what's the end here? Seventy five or a hundred? Uh, vampirism level is a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And from what I remember, it's four days onwards. Yeah. It's already been. So. It's it's already been more than that. So. Well, hey, try and walk out in the sun, and uh, if, if you can. Yeah, if your life bar starts going down real fast, then it worked. Then it worked. Then then that also, happened. Right. Also, check your spells and check your greater powers and see what abilities you have, and that'll actually also tell you how far along you are. Well, I'm I'm looking at it right now. It's saying vampirism fifty. So Vamp- and I've I've already wait, slept three days. Now I'm gonna wait an extra day and see if if that changes anything. 
Well, it's like you've unlocked sun damage. That wasn't there before. Yeah, I see nothing. It's still at... Yeah, it's still at 50. But are you checking your active effects or your, your like, spells and your, your uh, greater powers and stuff? Because those are different things. My active effects. I would assume that vampirism, if it's 100, it would increase to 100 in my active effects. It would, but you could also, like, I was, I was suggesting you could check your, uh, your spells and whatnot because that's actually where you will see your um, whatever um, new abilities that you've gained from your uh, vampirism. But vampirism should say like 100 <laughs> in your active effects. But if you go to your abilities and your greater powers, you should see um, things like starting to creep up that you didn't really see before. I got nothing. I've got vampire seduction, which is a charm, and uh, hunter sight, but this is stuff that I had before. So hunter sight, that's the first one. Right, and now I got vampire seduction. And you got Vampire Seduction? Yeah, so that's the, that's the second day. Ooh, if Arwen used that on me. <laughs> oh, my God. Use your Vampire Seduction on me. Come here, Kyle. Whisper sweet nothings in okay, my ear that, and then bite my neck. Oh, like yes, if Arwen, yes. That, like, never, that should, like, never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you don't want me to talk with a lisp the rest of the cast? I like shoddy cast. Try, have you been uh, sorry? Have you been uh, resting or uh, have you been uh, sleeping. waiting? Sleeping. sleeping, sleeping. Okay, try try uh, waiting and see if that happens. I've been looking at the uh, the strategy guide, so I've been kind of all right. So the strategy guide is telling you waiting is better. No, no, no. I, I that's why I'm, I'm saying I haven't been paying attention to see if you're sleeping or resting because I've been reading the strategy guide on this. Oh, okay. And what what is that saying? Is it saying to wait? <laughs> It's okay. Not saying, not saying <laughs> anything. I'm just seeing the powers here. Yeah, I would just wait. Try waiting. I am waiting. It's not doing. It's not doing crap. Welcome to another exciting you're, episode of Classic Elder Scrolls Nights. Yeah, really. Classic yeah, clearly, sleeping. You're not waiting around properly. God, you are. You can't even wait properly. Jeez. Can you wait in more of a vampiric? Maybe style? you shouldn't wait. You might get arrested for loitering. Yeah, I probably will. Tonight, See if you can you sleep by. in Lachance's uh, casket. Hmm. It's broke. Okay. The game's broke. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like you can't wait through it. You have to just play the game until you become a more powerful vampire. Probably. Yep, strategy guide is not saying anything about waiting versus sleeping here. Okay. You might just have to just tough it out, man. Looks like I'm gonna have to. I um, so I'm I'm back in the game and am uh, swinging my sword around and killing uh, killing necromancers. As oh. here. <laughs> doing doing that. Can we just say that while we're talking about all this vampires and stuff, we now have like we effectively doubled the number of people in our chat room. God, God help those people. I mean, <laughs> vampires sell. Apparently they do. And they're not even sparkly. No, I think they came here because they are not sparkly vampires. Oh, look at that. I got I got owned. Oh, he's got fire spell. Please, please tell me you saved, dude. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, my God. <sighs> God really Things just... <laughs> just keep getting better. 
I blame Kyle. What? Sorry. <laughs> it's not the, what do you want me to do? It's <laughs> you're the only thing different. <laughs> I thought we're supposed to blame Mark you. You sucked yeah. long before I ever got here, so you can't wow, even beat a balding fine. old man. I mean, how pathetic is that? He was powerful. <laughs> Lies. He's very, he's very persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Speaking so that, yeah, go that's ahead. what I hate about this game. The terrible hairstyles. Just horrible. Yeah, you, you don't like those swept back mohawks, dude? Oh, especially the <laughs> the Altmer. They have like the worst hair ever. It's and they got that like, huge yellow head. And they all have receding hairlines. Why? No, no, no. You know who has the best hair to hairdo? The adoring fan. The adoring yeah. fan. Uh, all I'll say, Varwin, if you want to meet the adoring fan, uh, complete the arena oh, um, oh, in yeah. the Imperial City, and uh, oh. you'll, you'll meet him. Yeah, I, I <laughs> vaguely remember that from like my very <laughs> first Oblivion playthrough. Is he years the one ago. that looks like he has soft serve on his head? <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Would you mind if I follow you around for a while? Can I can I just throw out a quick little tip uh, for the uh, listeners, viewers, etc. out here regarding no. the adoring fan? Mm. Um, ask him to follow you around. <laughs> um, take him to um, oh my god, I cannot even remember the name of this place anymore. But it's basically the um, the highest. Oh, Dive Rock. Take him to Dive Rock. Which is like north northeast of Shadenhall, and it's like throw him off, and it's incredibly fun because <laughs> you just see this like dude with like a smile on his face and soft serve on his head, just like happily like tumbling ragdolling down the side of this cliff. I want to take <laughs> him into Skyrim just so I can like sacrifice him on that Bo- Boethius post thing. <laughs> Oh, oh, man, that's cool. Fus <laughs> off the edge of that would be hilarious. Oh, man. So, uh, John, what's uh, what's our next discussion point? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this is why I like classic Elder Scrolls, man. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Another poster on our forums, uh, Swati ESO, says, uh, I know a lot of Elder Scrolls fans are looking ahead to that game that can't be mentioned on the show. Or waiting patiently for some word of development of Elder Scrolls 6. But we still have other things to look forward to. Uh, the Sky- And he links to the Skywind Project. And I kind of want to take a moment and uh, discuss with you guys um, what your thoughts are on the, the Skywind Project. And uh, if... Well, let me give you my perspective, uh, basically. I'm just now picking up Morrowind. And uh, I will say the graphics are obviously dated. Um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before, before that, can we talk about, uh, just in case people that don't know what Skywind is? Yeah. 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 Why don't you, why don't you let us know? Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Skywind is, um, basically, uh, you, you're taking Morrowind, the, the game Morrowind, and you are effectively, uh, running that on, uh, Skyrim's engine. Uh, that obviously means the uh, you know the obvious uh, the visual overhaul that you're going to get, but also as well as the the systems like the combat, the UI, uh, the, uh, the the crafting, and like all that other stuff. Um, 
that's that's being converted to uh, being run off of Skyrim's creation <laughs> engine. But your actual game, wow! Shut up. <laughs> there it goes again. <laughs> your actual game uh, quest and everything are going to be Morrowind, just running off of uh, Skyrim's engine. So with that said, I turn it back to uh, Mr. Supa. Okay. So. Right. They are basically the remaking Morrowind inside of uh, Skyrim's engine. Uh, this is an endeavor taken on by a, a very talented group of uh, fans. And uh, the gentleman posts on our forums a link to the development diary that they've put out. And I kind of I gave it a look. And it was while I was trying to decide if I wanted to jump back into Morrowind. Um, so... I was really interested in it, and then I watched the video, and they they touched on a few things that kind of brought some concerns to my mind. Um, in the video, they mentioned that because they are bringing it over to Skyrim, basically, if they were bringing over Morrowind as is, uh, the area would be too open and not populated enough that the game just wouldn't feel right. So they're going in, and they've had to kind of rework the landscape. Uh, to work on this kind of scale and introduce more mobs and, and NPCs on top of that. So, to me, the decision was, you know, do I play Morrowind or do I wait on Skywind for these, you know, better graphics and Skyrim systems? And I just, I really want to give myself the chance to experience what Bethesda did in Morrowind. And I think right now Skywind is a fan rendition of it. And I don't think I will be able to appreciate Skywind properly if I don't play Morrowind first. And I just wanted to see what you guys' thoughts were on that. I gotta say, John, I, I completely agree with you wholeheartedly on this one. You know, I mean, uh, it's it's one thing to to have played Morrowind and appreciated it for for how it was built and and what it was. Um, but it's it's entirely different to to have no idea what Morrowind is how it plays, how it was built, and then go in, get the game, and go in there and saying, like, you know what, I don't necessarily like the, the graphics because they're old and dated, so therefore, um, I'm just going to download this thing, and I don't necessarily care if the game is different, and, um, and play that. Yeah, I think, I think it, I'm kind of cheating myself out of the experience, because, like, if you watch the development diary uh, video that they put out, they they are doing a, a great thing and they're doing an amazing job and, and it takes a lot of work and talent, but it's still, from what I'm getting from them, you know, they're, they're having to redo some models their own way, so it's all going to be their own kind of spin on things and how they had to do it. And I think, for me personally, I want to experience that real Morrowind feel. And then, if I decide that I want to play it through at a later time, maybe I'll think about picking up Skywind and seeing how that did. But I just think, with it being a rendition and with all the work they have to do to alter it, I think it. I really need to play Morrowind, true Morrowind first. You know, one of the things that I'm going to do is, um, one of our fans uh, actually tweeted me a link to one of the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a, 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 a combat mod specifically uh, for Morrowind. And, of course, if you listen to uh, last night's episode, you'll understand the sort of stability issues I had with more Oblivion. But I kind of want to go back and play uh, Morrowind with this uh, with this uh, mod. And then when Skywind actually comes out proper and it's, you know, kind of out of the alpha beta um, uh, beta sort of 
state. I, I kind of want to, I definitely want to get that and see the difference between uh, how Morrowind was versus what a bunch of uh, dedicated fans pretty much built from the ground up. Um, I think that'd be really cool to see a compare and contrast. So that's how I'm going to kind of approach this personally, because um, I know it's still in very, very, very early stages. Um, and I, I'm a bit scared to try and install it myself right now just because I don't want anything to break. <laughs> but uh, that, that's how I'm going to kind of approach it. Play Morrowind uh, with um, that that one mod that our fan tweeted me. Um, get that experience. And then uh, once Skywind's ready and proper, I'm going to definitely throw that on there because... I mean, come on! It's it's gonna have the engine on there, and it's it's gonna. I I guarantee it's gonna feel like a totally different game for me, and that that kind of makes me excited as well. Can you send me that mod? Yes, I will. I Thank will you. tweet it to you right now. Do we know if Skywin will be voice acted, or is it all just gonna be? Uh, it is voice up? acted, and they are looking for voice actors. I guess that's that's one of the things that really. Uh, looking for right now is voice actors to help them complete it okay that's that's definitely an improvement because that's probably one of the main reasons i didn't get through morrowind was it just i i hate walls of text well morrowind is you have to appreciate morrowind for what it is it's not you know i know the voice acting is 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 awesome and it was a huge improvement especially for the series but when you go into morrowind and we spoke about this i think either the um I think it was episode 95, or maybe just last classic uh, uh, Elder Scrolls. Um, you have to, you gotta, you gotta remember that all these games are are different in a way. It's and I was I was actually thinking about this on my way home from from work today. How each game is, it's kind of actually like Doctor Who. Oh, I'm intrigued. Okay. Continue it, a little bit in the in the way that. Um, if you're if you're a fan of Doctor Who, you know what it's like to to go from having one actor play the Doctor to the next, and each each Elder Scrolls game is sort of like is sort of like that. You you play you play one of these games, and it has a certain look and feel about it, and plays a certain way. And then the next game, it doesn't really have that anymore. It's 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 actually very different. And Doctor Who is kind of the same way. You know, one actor plays plays the character, and then the next actor that comes in is sort of expected to bring something new to to the character. Yeah. And every yeah. Elder Scrolls game is like that. It, it, with every iteration, it, it they, it's sort of expected that they bring that that new game brings something different and new to the series. And, you know, sometimes the things they do different are, are a hit, and sometimes it's a miss. Uh, the the voice acting in Elder Scrolls is definitely a hit. And, you know, these games have a have their root in, in classic role-playing systems. And just reading, reading your quest text and having a journal and all that is, is definitely a huge, a huge part of that. Yeah, and honestly, that... that... To me right now, that's kind of been the appeal is how kind of brutal this game is. Um, you do on PC, you can kind of sort your Oh, really, John? Uh, tell, me, log. tell me how brutal this game is because I haven't <laughs> been experiencing the brutality of this game at all tonight. <laughs> well, no, you, you've been playing Oblivion. I don't, I don't know why you keep going to jail. Uh, but <laughs> in, in Morrowind, like, I did an hour worth of a stream earlier today and... In that hour, I kept finding these random caves that I'm like, I don't really know. I don't have a quest telling me to go here, but I'm going to go check it out. 
And like the first one I walk into, a guy pulls out a sword and starts chasing me out of it. <laughs> it hits me once and it takes down like half my life. I've never hit, swung at anything and on the first hit actually hit it. Wow. Let alone, you know, do half its life of damage. So, uh, like, the, I kind of like the that old role-playing element. It does kind of take you back to some of the older games you used to play and how you, you had to prepare differently, how you had to gather information differently to kind of guide you uh, through the game and play yeah. it. So I, I'm actually having kind of a lot of fun with the difficulty curve of uh, Morrowind at the moment. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, and, and Kyle, I'm not saying that one game is better than the other. What I am saying, though, is that if you walk into Mor- Morrowind um, feeling like, you know, the other games are, are superior, you're definitely not going to enjoy Morrowind. You have to walk into it just sort of expecting the fact that, all right, these are going to be some outdated game systems. They're going to be kind of clunky. They're going to be the game itself is going to look and play a little goofy, and uh, and from that, let me just see what what this game is all about and what it has to offer. All right, so go in knowing it's terrible, and you won't be uh, <laughs> right. let down. Basically, got you. Got you. That's okay. how you have to. Basically, what you do is um, it, uh, go in there expecting expecting maybe the seventh Doctor, and uh, and you'll you'll know what you're getting yourself into if you're a Doctor Who fan. You're I'm not that much of a Doctor Who fan to know which one was the seventh Doctor. <laughs> I've only Imagine been watching since Eccleston or whatever. No, Eccleston was nine, technically, but that's a long story. Yeah, that's that's all I've been watching since. Oh, he says um, can I make a quick interjection here? Um, really no. quickly, um, on the stream of Arwen, uh, you're probably behind this already, but... Uh, you killed a Westweald uh, bear. You might want to collect its fang for a later quest. Oh, now you're in the Alien Ruin. Never mind. Yeah. Why did that? <laughs> did it despawn? I'm sorry. Will it despawn? Um, no, it won't despawn. But uh, the 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 those fangs are for a quest. So um, if you feel uh, the fancy to go pick it up uh, whenever you leave this Alien Ruin, mm. I would suggest it because that's one less thing that you need to pick up. Yeah, I, th- I think he kind of he said that because he saw you enter a dungeon and knew pretty much you're not coming out till you're done. Yeah, <laughs> basically done or dead. <laughs> yeah, the only reason why I'm in here is because I need to. I can't rely on shopkeeps and all that uh, because the the minute I touch society, I'm going to be inundated with uh, guards. Jail time. Yeah. So. <laughs> But hey, you know what? That's that's the beauty of an Elder Scrolls game because now now I realize that a part of this game is just going to be locked out to me because of how I'm choosing to play the game, and now I have to adjust and find a way. Are they just racist against Dunmer or something? What? Yep. Are you a Dunmer? No. Well, yeah, I am. Yeah, he's a okay. Dunmer vampire. Vampire thief. Dunmer. Assassin. I guess they're just racist and they always throw you in jail. Going down. That might yeah, be the it. whole thief assassin part has nothing to do with it. It's because yeah. you're done, with I, I I killed a guard and took his took his. You should horse. sue. Huh? No justice, slander. I'm gonna sit it's right here. Money. No justice, no peace. That's- <laughs> <laughs> you just start yelling that next time you're in jail. That's right. <laughs> Pick up a cup, bang it against the bars. Just, I was just gonna say. Ivarwin, <laughs> did you get owned again? I'm currently uh, in the process of getting owned. Uh, okay, because it's not looking too good right now. 
Ownage, ownage <laughs> no. will probably happen. Uh, How's the grading? It thinks up to your suit. waist. That's. <laughs> He's uh. uh he does have Cyrodiilic Brandy, which is good. You need yeah. that for a uh, Daedric Lord quest there of Arwen. See, I, Arwen, you're, you're doing good, man. You're, you're slowly collecting stuff for quests. I drank it. That Wow. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> I needed it. <laughs> Look, I am right now I am being forced to play this game in a way that my character is not built to play it. <laughs> I am, I am no an archer. <laughs> I am a freaking archer, and I am without arrows, and I can't buy freaking <laughs> arrows because the minute I walk into a town, I get arrested. Are we trying a different town? One that you not one Skyrim, to. man. Skyrim has nothing but arrows. Hey, in hindsight, maybe you shouldn't have stolen that horse. <laughs> <laughs> that may have been a poor life choice for me. Oh my oh, god, god, this is... Things just keep getting better. You have a lockpick. Go back to prison. <laughs> Your lockpick. Go get arrested again. Yeah. No, this, nice. this, this, this happens. This, this definitely happens. You know, you, you, you play the game. You find out. You find out how, how you, how not to play it, and then you play. They find out how to do it. Have, have you like guys seen name? the um, original Office? Nope. With Ricky Gervais. No, you mean the American one. No, no, the, the original. <laughs> right, the American one. No, they don't play soccer, man. But that this is kind of get the same feeling as when you watch The Office. It kind of makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting here watching Devarwin struggle, and it's like... Uh, but it's, but like it's, a, it's, but like, it's like a car crash, you know. Everyone yeah, everyone looks at a car crash. Even though you don't want to see, you still kind of look. Yeah, you, you don't have a yeah. choice. Morbid <laughs> curiosity just... Hey, listen, yeah. if we get more people interested in what we do out of just sheer morbid curiosity, <laughs> I'm okay with it. It's, do you ever see Scrooged? Yes. 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 Do you ever watch that movie, Scrooge? <laughs> Amazing movie. There's this part where, right in the beginning, um, Frank, who's the main character of, uh, of that Scrooge, played by Bill Murray, brilliantly, by the way. I'm going to die. That's awesome. He uh he he runs a he runs a TV production company as the CEO of that and they're they're running this this promo for their their Christmas Christmas special and the promo is just filled with just all kinds of ridiculous violence that really doesn't need to be there and the strategy is the more the more of this horrible stuff we're gonna scare people into watching the show and our ratings are gonna boost. So anyway, this poor old nice defenseless lady dies of a heart attack watching this <laughs> stupid promo that, that Bill Murray's character, Frank Cross, puts together during Christmas. Newspapers jump all over it. His secretary shows it to him, says, Frank, someone died watching that promo of yours. <laughs> and he goes, this is great! You can't buy publicity like this! And goes crazy, and it's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> This is literally the most entertaining thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this is great! <laughs> <laughs> so, Varwin, do they uh, know you by first name uh, in prison now? <laughs> like, when you show up, they're just like, oh, hey, Varwin, you back? Yeah. 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 So, uh, this one's out. This one goes to all my homies on cell block six. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Keeping it real. This alien ruin is for you guys. This is it. <laughs> totally for you guys. All I need is one good job, homie. <laughs> then I can get out of life. 
Like, <laughs> that's, that's all I need. Then I can get out of out of Cyrodiil and maybe out to to Valenwood and where no one knows me and and live out the rest of my days with with beer and elvish hookers. Uh, while we're in this um, kind of situation. No, pretty much the worst part of the show. Why don't we jump into the next topic of what's the worst part about Elder Scrolls? <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> I already said earlier, it's the hair. You don't like the soft surface scoop of ice cream? Well, we've actually got this poll from over at... Uh, you guys call it a poll, but it's a poll. Uh, poll? Yeah, over at uh, the bethsoft.com of the forums. You posted there's a, a question poll. Yeah, poll. Yeah, P-O-L-L, poll. Uh, it's asking um, a, a question. Worst part of Elder Scrolls games? And it's between Skyrim, Morrowind, and Oblivion. And there were 50 pe- 52 people have answered the question. Wow. And is asked, um, combat, AI, quests, writing... World design, stealth, magic, skills and stats, and visuals. Now, for Morrowind, the winner was combat with 46%. Well, the, the loser, I guess, was yes. combat with 46%. No, let's be positive. That's the winner. And then AI is a, <laughs> yeah. is second with 38%. Then we come to uh, Oblivion, and the worst part of that game is the world design. Hair design. What? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh, then second is tied for writing and visuals. What? Uh, then the worst part of Skyrim is the writing, followed Shank. by skills and perks. So Shank's yeah, really uh, personal there, Shank. You're, you're welcome, Shank. You hit this pitch <laughs> I never seen you hit before. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what what do you guys think? Do you agree? That's crap. I... <laughs> <laughs> I I agree that that uh, this is probably like the worst game ever created. Oblivion is just terrible. <laughs> Shaq, what do you what do you think about some of this information that's coming to you right now? I mean, hold on. Okay, so for Oblivion, it was. <laughs> What was it? It was world design and what was world number two? Design, writing, visuals. and visuals. Wow. 24 votes for world design. 46% of the people who voted. 24 votes. 46%. Now, I have seven. an extremely hard time agreeing with that. In fact, I flat out disagree with that. Um, <laughs> I reject your reality and substitute I substitute my own. own. <laughs> exactly. That's... I don't... How is that even okay? Okay, hold on, hold on. I've heard this argument before. I have a really good friend from home who um, his first uh, Elder Scrolls foray was was Morrowind. What that? Morrowind. And I remember when he uh, played Oblivion. I mean, he liked the game, but he and he stands by it to this day that he doesn't necessarily like the world because he thought it felt. Uh, a bit too generic, you know, sort of traditional fantasy, medieval fantasy. Wait, Morrowind? No, no, no Oblivion. Oblivion. 
Oh, okay. Because he, he was he was comparing it to Morrowind, which is very like fantastical, you know, with its mushrooms and just just the location of and the environment that is, you know, Morrowind. Yeah. Uh, compared to Cyrodiil, which is a much more sort of idyllic, rolling plains, uh, traditional medieval fantasy setting. Um. And in that argument, in in that sense, I I, I can kind of see that if if. I mean, because that—that's—that's that's really that's kind of personal preference. Especially if Morrowind was your first game, I can definitely see how you would prefer one over the other. I mean, it's literally the same reason I prefer Oblivion's Cyrodiil to Skyrim. It's—it's it's that same reason is because my first foray was Oblivion, so of course I'm going to compare everything to that. Sure. Uh, so that that argument makes sense. Um, I I so I can sort of see how that's coming from. Um, the writing and the graphics, though, I I. I don't I don't see how that's I don't know where that's coming from because in my opinion I personally believe that the uh quests in um Oblivion the quest lines themselves are they're much longer because Skyrim introduced uh the radiant questing um the radiant story system and wow Varwin you're dude you should just run away <laughs> <laughs> you try to close the door on him and just open it. Just, dude, just, just, can you like just hide in a corner? <laughs> this character this is, is so screwed. <laughs> just go back to prison. <laughs> You're safer in prison, dude. No, I think oh. this episode is called Breaking Shank as well. <laughs> so bad. This is, I mean, honestly, like I don't know because the the Skyrim introduced Radiant Story. Which is a cool concept, but I never once felt that the, for example, the Thieves Guild in Oblivion, the ultimate heist, that quest in any game I've ever played, that may, that remains my favorite quest because of the, the setup of the quest, the uh, just how you went about it, how they forced you to kind of sneak through. That quest by itself to steal the last item took me about an hour and a half. There was no quest I did for Skyrim, uh, for the Thieves Guild, and just the game in general that took me that long. And that's why I think it's I, – I, I have to disagree with that writing. And graphics-wise, man, on a technical level, Oblivion did so many things that were just crazy revolutionary for 2006. I mean you had the speed tree technology that was procedurally generating forests and trees. That's where you – you can't get that anywhere. That, that, that didn't exist before. So – I maybe they're talking about graphics as an art style, which I'm a little bit more lenient against. But man, whoever I, I mean, I'm just gonna say that they're they're wrong. They're just totally wrong. Well, you know what? Actually, I I think you brought up a pretty good point. If Morrowind is your first game and you get in there and you have as Moriq, uh so greatly described earlier today, you you have like all the monsters have sort of a, a feeling like they belong in the Crustacean era. Yeah, and the whole world is very—it feels very Jurassic. And then you go from that, which is not something you often see in a fantasy setting. It's a whole new kind of environment to Cyrodiil, um, and it, it feels more like your generic fantasy. But that's because the landscape is that's more it. like your generic fantasy. Where that's over exactly in it. Vardenfell, you have those tar pits, and everything's a swamp, and you have the bitter coast. That you're going to have that kind of different type of biotope form and those different kind of creatures evolve there whereas in Cyrodiil you'll have more stuff that closely resembles uh, our world and then Skyrim you have what should be in the north so I wonder if maybe that is a good point maybe going from Morrowind where it's this crazy new thing in a fantasy setting 
to that toned down fantasy setting uh, and you know maybe they consider it cliche maybe that's what yeah, puts I them mean, off about Oblivion exactly and and lest we forget I mean Morrowind was like the first like big numbered uh, Elder Scrolls game that was in full like scale 3D like massive world um, and I'm saying numbered iteration because I know there was a, uh, a uh, I think there was a Red Guard expansion or something like that be- either before or later I can't remember exactly and Shadow Key on the end gauge and Shadow Key on the end gauge. So, you know, <laughs> not not one of their biggest titles. I'm just saying. So, you have like Elder Scrolls Three, which wow, is a again. huge departure from Daggerfall. Yeah. Both visually, aesthetically, technology, everything. It was a massive, massive leap. So, I mean, that by itself naturally is going to have this wow factor to it. And the fact that they did decide to locate it in Morrowind, uh, technically Vardenfell, you're going to have the more sort of fantastic nature to it versus, I mean, it really comes down to the provinces and what what was your first game, right? I really think that's a, that's a, I think that's a legitimate way to look at it. I agree. I think, I think one of the, one of the, one of the things that you, you're, you're just, you just can't get around is the fact that the first time you touch an Elder Scrolls game, and that's your first exposure to the whole thing, you sort of expect every other one after that to follow suit. And that's not that's not how Bethesda approaches game development. Nope. And I mean that that's that goes for what was your first game? Daggerfall? Okay, was it Morrowind? Okay, Oblivion like Shank? Or like many many people, since Skyrim is the most mainstream one, I guess, so Skyrim was the first one, you know? Mm. So it really I think that's a oh, cool dude, you're not in jail. <laughs> I I was in jail and then I served my time, so <laughs> I just, I gave up. <laughs> My character right now is utterly freaking broken. He's a broken man. Yeah, I have the to. Shell of his performer son. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's painful, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm not even finding the evidence chest here, so. I just don't even know what the hell is uh, going on what? right now. Okay. Um, Shank, real quick, a, a proxy uh, in chat asks, what do you think is the weakest part of Oblivion, in your opinion, then? The weakest part of in Oblivion? Bow and arrow combat. Yeah. <laughs> <That> um, <laughs> you know what? I actually, that that's one of the weakest parts, but in, in Oblivion, what I what I don't necessarily, necessarily like in Oblivion is that they, they kind of, they... They go to great lengths to set up this incredible world, and when you're out in the world, you you're you're completely convinced that it's real, um, and it gives you this sense of like weight. It really has this weight on you. And then what do they do for the main quest? You're not the hero. You know, you're you're basically a chauffeur for Boromir, and he basically saves the world. Right. I I don't I don't like that. I think for certain things going with the tradition as in in a fantasy game you're the kind of hero or the anti-hero. I think that needs to be there. Because in Morrowind, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the Nervarine. In Skyrim you're the Dragonborn. You're a freaking Dragonborn, okay? And 
in Oblivion, you're just some kind of you're you're just a guy, which I understand the novelty of being a guy, but I think it's wasted that you're just a guy who doesn't amount to anything epic. I mean, okay, yes, you can be the gray fox, but when it comes to the main quest, you're still just that same guy. You're still that same dude watching somebody else turn into a dragon and save the world. Then, I mean, when all is said and done, you need to be putting a stink up and saying, no, to hell with Martin. I got him there. Like, exactly. Sam, Sam yeah, needs ex- to speak up and say, you know what, Frodo? You may have dropped the ring down into the volcano, but I carried your butt up the volcano. So, so Yeah, exactly. I, I, I wish, I mean, honestly, the main quest in Oblivion is, is the, my, the weakest part, in my opinion, of the entire game. Which I, it's kind of unfortunate, but you know what, the, the game, in the way I see it, the game does so many other things right that the, I can almost forgive it, but uh, Ivarwin, I kind of have to agree with you, the bow, the, the, the bow and arrow system in this game is, is a lot more difficult to say the least. No, I'm just being that's a troll. Fun. No, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you though, like I, I kind of agree, it's, the bow and arrow is a little bit more difficult in this game. It is, yeah, there's, there's a lot of arcing to it and. It's just tougher to get used to after coming from Skyrim. Mm-hmm. What would you guys say is the worst part of Skyrim? I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna go last on this one. <laughs> the worst part of Skyrim. Bleakness. I'd say it's honestly to me where I felt like the game was lacking the most was in the uh, Thieves Guild, Dark Brotherhood. Uh, Mages Guild and Companions Guild quest lines. I felt like they were not very impactful and yeah. uh, not very long. Um, I think, yeah, I think I think you're right on that. I, I mean, I don't know, I don't necessarily know if that was the weakest point of of Skyrim, but I, I will say that I do think that the scripted scripted events in Skyrim weren't not the, its strong suit at all, at all. Kyle, what do you think? Do you think when it comes to the weak points of Skyrim, do you feel that that the the quests in Skyrim were um do you think that was one of its weak points? Oh, uh I wouldn't say it's really a weak point. I mean, they definitely could have done better with them, but I mean, you can say that with pretty much any game. Yeah. I, I'm sort of wondering if that was like an intentional thing because I think the strong the, the strong point of Skyrim is just ex- freedom and exploration. I, I agree with the, uh, the kingdom here in chat where he says he hated Sneak in Skyrim. As much as I played Sneak in Skyrim, it seemed so overpowered because you can just be right in front of someone's face and they cannot see you regardless of what you do if you put enough points and stuff into it. Right. And, I mean, as as awesome as it was to just own people's faces anytime I wanted to, it still just seemed way too unrealistic. Mm. All right. What do you what do you think was the if there was any in your opinion uh, the the weak point of Skyrim? Mm-hmm. I 
coming from Oblivion and how colorful and saturated that place looked, it was beautiful compared to Skyrim. I mean, there's some really good-looking places, like in the Reach, yeah, um, that they do look very nice, and like around that Evergrove place near uh, what's that, uh, Falkreath, that starts looking nice. Except it's raining all the time. But, uh, yeah, pretty much the rest of it, though, is just so bleak to me and just it looked very uh, washed out, um, which is why, I, like, I got a saturation mod and stuff just to brighten things up a bit more, give more color to it. Um, but that's really what I miss from Oblivion more than anything. Yeah, just all the color. And, yeah, I got to yes. admit, there was a lot of color and character that that hits you automatically when you play yeah, uh, Oblivion. What I'm really looking forward to in ESO is that is without like letting too much and going into that topic. I just love how colorful that game is and how beautiful that game looks. Sure. Like it, it outshines Skyrim by like way by a vast amount it outshines Skyrim and Well, with fact. all I mean, with all due respect to the entire series, I think every game um in that respect outshines Skyrim, including I think including Arena, Daggerfall and Marwind. Um, I think the the kinds of like just the the sheer amount of color Skyrim really is just it's got it works a lot with it seems like a lot of uh, hues of blue to give it you guys that ever, cold feeling. Ever been up north uh, in the winter? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like, man. It does, and I'm not. No, 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 no. You, you misunderstand me. I'm not saying that it it it's it shouldn't be that way. I think if you're going to have a game in the north like Skyrim is, it needed to be like that. I, I think what Kyle is saying and, and what I'm sort of picking up on as well uh, is is just this idea that, you know, we miss the color uh, coming from all of the other games. And then into Skyrim, you, you sort of look back and you say, you know, it's even Sky, even though Skyrim is, is a fantastic game and on many levels, one of the best, the best game in the series under for, for many different reasons it's um you know that that's one thing that that i i sort of miss it's just lots of lots of color and the co the color palette is is not nearly as diverse yeah, but you can't really blame the game for it being that way no. i mean it is in skyrim it has to have that bleak winter feel to it it's just and so like i can't really put the game down for that i mean it did it very well if anything so i, I kudos to them for doing that it's just i really miss the vibrant colors and everything yeah. Right at that point, it's or at that point, it's like you know, the 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 design choices were made um, for a very specific reason, and they wanted you to feel a specific way. Um, but you know, I mean, I I have to agree with Kyle. Like, I I do miss the color, but at that point, I think it's down to personal preference. Um, coming from a game like um, Oblivion, which is colorful, to the bleakness in Skyrim, which is necessary. Um. But for me personally, and I think for a lot of people too, it's just kind of personal preference at that point. Yeah, without a doubt. Absolutely. So, uh, Evarwin. Yes. We know you've you're in the beta. You've admitted it in last night's episode. Oh, you heard the uh, you heard the show. I was in the chat. You room. was in the you chat, dude. Oh uh, well, that's fine. <laughs> Sorry. How Sudi forgets. Anyways, <laughs> how many times have you come across while playing ESO, you just you wanted to take a screenshot and make it your background on your desktop? Ugh. 
Well, first of all, this is classic Elder Scrolls Night, and we have one rule here: no, no Elder Scrolls Online discussion. <laughs> well, it broke that, so yeah. But um, I'll, I'll say. Bear with me; I'm a guest. Uh, I will say uh, many, many times. It, it is a, it is a beautiful game. And like, and how many times have you done that in Skyrim, though? And then how many times in Oblivion? Oh, just a, a ton as well. Like uh, I've. I can't tell you how many. I, I I just have no idea, but I, I've done it lots of different times. I didn't know I wanted to be a photographer until I started playing Skyrim with uh, HD texture mods and EMBs. Because now I take tons of screenshots. Does anybody follow me on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Not since you got share button. You seem to love Black Flag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's he's all over that man. They, I'm serious. They should rename the the share button the shank button. I think that should that should just happen and yeah. just go with that. PS4 shank button. <laughs> so, John, did we did we extinguish all of our uh, our discussion points for for the evening? Yep, I'm a. Uh... I think that may have been it. All right. Well, then, uh, if that's the case, Maury, why don't we uh, jump into our random lore segment? Yeah. Okay, my voice is ready. <laughs> now, uh, it's kind of continuing the um, Skyrim theme. I've got a book here that my uh, interest evolved in. It's called Cicero's Journal, the final volume. Uh, can you read this in a Cicero voice? Please do. Uh, indeed, I oh, can't. God, no, please don't. <laughs> I will I will pay you in <laughs> respect if you do this. Uh, no, I, I can't do his voice, sadly. You also have to uh, dance. Can you well let's see how good you can do it. Let's let's see how good you can do it. If I'm thoroughly aggravated after after the first paragraph, you did it you did a good job. <laughs> I may have to Google Cicero so I know it sounds like. <laughs> well, not to put you on the spot. Yeah. So. Just let me uh, play this video. <laughs> it's really not. I mean, why don't you just go ahead and read, dude? I mean, <laughs> it's no big deal. <laughs> you know, I've got to, I've got to shake it up for the fans. But yeah, okay. Just <clears throat> pretend you're Jim Carrey and go. Uh, me, myself, and I. Uh, Cicero's journal, the final volume. Author Cicero. 30th of Sun's Dusk, 4th Era, 200. I have written the letters, so polite, so official. To Astrid in Skyrim, her sanctuary still stands, still operates, but how? No listener means no black sacrament, no black sacrament means no contracts. Her family can abandon the old ways and still survive, still kill, but is that family still brotherhood? Or something else, something new, something different? Something wrong. Something wrong. Still, we must go. Tomorrow, we set sail, float, on a boat through the moat called the sea and her and me. 22nd of Evening Star, 4th Era, 200. Sick, sick, sick of the rocking, tossing, rolling, throwing up the grey, grey waves. I've been reading of Skyrim, of the good days, of the old days, of the old ways, 
there was another sanctuary once, a Dawnstar sanctuary, good, ancient and strong, blessed by Sithis. Cicero will go there, no need of Astrid. The mother and I will settle, and she will speak to me, finally, and we will build the old ways anew, together. 23rd of Evening Star, 4th Era, 200. The passphrase is mine, I have found it in a letter, ancient as the sanctuary itself. The black door will ask, what is life's greatest illusion? I am to answer, innocence, my brother. Finally, a space, a place to call my own, a joker's retreat for the fool of hearts. Fourth of first seed, fourth era, 201. The sanctuary is home. As I had dared hope, cool and dark and lovely, my sanctuary, sanctuary from all. I knew it's every corner, every hall, every shadowed nook and alcove, my sanctuary. The guardians know me, recognise me as keeper. They leave poor Cicero alone, the big ugly beast, a different story. He'd eat me if he could, but to bind me, grind me. You need to find me, and Cicero will make sure that does not happen, for I have sanctuary, sanctuary from all. Thirteenth of first seed, fourth era, 201. The sanctuary is safe and salvation, but silent, so silent. I'll give my torture to the unholy matron, I'll give my laughter freely, but I do not hear her, the silence has returned. Now that I am laughter, and no longer hear laughter, I once again hear the silence, the silence of the void. It reaches across time and space. Its silence is deafening once more. First of Rain's Hand, 4th era, 201. Mother and keeper must go. I am not the listener and never will be, but I am the keeper. I must serve my mother's will above my own. I must find her listener. I must teach Astrid the error of her ways, the beauty and necessity of the old ways. I have sent the letter to Astrid. We leave soon, but Cicero will keep the sanctuary as his sanctuary, a place to rest and ply my trade, for once I more take up the blade and send some lucky souls to him when laughter strikes as fits my whim. And that is Cicero's journal, the final volume over at the Imperial Library. Very interesting. A little bit disturbing, remember. but... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it's disturbing. That's Cicero, though. Just a... really disturbing guy. <laughs> he, is, he is pretty great, after I admit. No, he's not great at all. I hate that dude. Yeah, he's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do. I do like Cicero. I, I think he's is definitely a touch of color in that game. Yeah, that's stuff. Do you actually? Do you actually like? You really do like Cicero, or or you just? Yeah, I think he's a very engaging character. Oh yeah, yeah dude, he's do, he's pretty cool as well. Mm. Okay, that's right. He's a powerful like follower too. Oh, he's a, yeah, Kickass and he can't die. So awesome. I mean, he's certifi certifiably insane. So. But yeah, 
<laughs> if you can't cope with his incessant babbling, you're prob- probably better off taking the Dark Brother initiate um, with you. But Cicero is definitely very powerful as a follower. I love the fact that uh, every single time I try and sneak, I just <laughs> fail at it. Terrible. See, they're they're racially profiling you, and they are always looking around at what you're doing. It's pretty awful. John, what uh, what mod do you have for us this week? Well, uh, we've been covering mods for a while, and. Uh, I've been covering a few uh, pretty extensive mods, so I wanted to take a minute and cover a utility that everyone modding Skyrim, Oblivion, or Morrowind should have, and I'm sure Shank can uh, agree with that. Oh, yes. And that is a uh, boss. So I'm going to take a moment here and read the introduction on the Skyrim Nexus. Uh, this, is put up, this mod is put out by the boss development team. And it says, Boss is designed to assist mod users in avoiding detrimental conflicts by setting the correct load order for the plugins they have installed. Boss also provides thousands of plugin-specific messages, including usage notes, bash tag suggestions, requirements, incompatibilities, bug warnings, installation mistakes, and notifications. Uh, It also supports the sorting of plugins ghosted by the uh, Wirebash... and it is highly customizable and has been translated into multiple languages and is simple to use. So, basically, for all of us Skyrim and, well, Elder Scrolls games modders and Fallout game modders, uh, if you're downloading multiple mods, you're going to run into an issue where you could have some sort of compatibility issue between two mods. Like, for example, if you're using Skyrim... Static mesh improvement with Skyrim HD textures. There are a few changes that those two mods make that could conflict with each other if they're not loaded properly, if they're not set to load the right mod uh, first. So this program will go through, and because of these fine folks, they already know what mods should be loaded first. It will go through and set that load order for you, and then it will display messages uh, like... Uh, warning you if a mod is going to be incompatible with another mod that you've downloaded so you don't have to start the game and run through a save and corrupt it just to find out that you downloaded the wrong mods. You can run this first, see the error, go in, disable the plugin that is creating the conflict and diagnose from there. Uh, It'll also warn you of clean and dirty edits and how to clean those and I believe I'm going to try and cover that a bit on a different mod utility that I will mention probably next week. Great. And it works on Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas too? <gasps> oh yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, um I think uh, I think we're going to end it here, fellas. Because um I'm pretty much uh unbelievably frustrated with my game right now. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Kyle, thank you very much for for hanging out with us tonight. Of course, thank for you for having me. Classic Elder Scrolls night, and uh, John and Maury and Shank, you guys did a fantastic job tonight. I really appreciate you guys uh, coming out as well, and uh, hopefully everyone here enjoyed uh, all of our discussion topics and, um, and whatnot. 
Uh, this will be up on YouTube very soon. And uh, for those of you out there who are listening to the podcast, uh, we appreciate you uh, supporting us and listening. All right, uh, everyone will start saying goodnight. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Kyle. Uh, yes, hello there. Um, thanks for showing up, chat room and everything. And check us out, shoddycast.com. And yeah, had a fun time. And John. Uh, thanks for joining us, Kyle. Had a blast uh, having you on the show. And thanks, chat room, for coming out. See you guys next week. Bye. Oh, people, you have been beautiful. The chat room's been really blowing up today, evolving. Well done, Kyle, for coming. Um, <laughs> I'll catch you all next week, people. And Shank. Um, I think it's appropriate now that I bestow tonight's huge G award on Kyle because he yes! was begging for it yesterday. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh. Marwin, that was literally the most entertaining stream I've ever seen. Where's my tiara? I <laughs> oh, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the foos be with you.